Great. So here we are. And last time we talked about success and we had Jenny with us. Um, that's about three, four weeks ago, perhaps. Yeah. So what successes have you enjoyed since last time we were here? Uh, oh, um, well, I'm not entirely sure whether I can pinpoint one or two things, but I do know that I must have had successes because I'm in a really good place. I feel very good. Uh, and um, yeah, very, very happy to sit here and do the next podcast. What about you? Hmm. What would be the major? There is something around, I'm not sure if that's success. So we were talking about, you know, where is the energy right now and how, what makes you do what you do? And in a way you can say that's success because I have the choice of doing what I want to do. So at the moment I'm very much into following a series of podcasts uh, and I don't grasp all the content, but I have a drive and a curiosity to continue. So you could say a success is to having having found that area of interest and being so curious and having that drive. It's not knowing where it's going to take me, mm. but it's knowing that it's important mm. and it's fun. Yeah. So is that success? Yeah. So uh, I've since the beginning of October, so as you know, I set quarterly intentions quite, mm. quite uh, I think quite carefully and deeply for several weeks around the quarter end and the beginning of the next quarter around what are my intentions for the next quarter. And uh, I think a success is that um, I've been starting the month of October, the, the beginning of the uh, last quarter of the year, really well in those intentions. I've been, I've been really hitting them really hard. So some really good stuff happening there. So I think that's been a success for me. Um, really achieving some of the stuff that I want to do by the end of the year already really being progressing on those. That's quite, I think quite nice. Mm. Yeah. Sense of uh, accomplishment, achievement, being on the right track. Yeah. 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 So I think that's probably what I'm feeling as well without knowing where this will take me. So I think when we talk about success, we quite often talk about looking at the result of something that has happened, whereas this, what I'm describing is more the journey, knowing that this is exciting yeah. because I feel it, but yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. You can only feel that. I can yeah. only feel it. Yeah. But I thought today, or we thought, it's not my thought, um, we're going to be quite pragmatic mm. talking about routines. Yeah, and let's, let's actually, it's quite, perhaps it's quite interesting. So we, we have uh, quite a few topics that we decided not to talk today about because we want to wait for a few weeks. There's quite a, quite a few interesting things happening in the next few weeks that we want to go through first before we talk about those things. And those are topics like, so I just think we should throw some of those out so that mm. people get a bit of a, we call it a cliffhanger or whatever. Mm. So we want to talk about uh, dialogue. Again, again, we've done it. right? We've done that, and we want to continue that conversation because this concept of dialogue is so incredibly deep deeply important for us in our lives in our work and it's actually one of the reasons why we started this, po this podcast series in the first place we want to talk about community um what was the other one i can't remember that's the third no. one yeah, that we, anyway, yeah yeah so so this is sort of the it's like a uh routines is something that we can talk i think very easily about it's something that we've been right all over in the last few years and worked with clients on and done ourselves. So I think it's a really interesting, quite a pragmatic 
topic to talk about, whereas the other ones are pretty bit more philosophical in a way. And I think the other ones are brewing, growing yeah. in us, which is, of course, a good reason to talk about it because then we can get more people to talk about it and we can have their dialogues outside of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I also think that talking about routines makes a real difference when you start implementing what we and others are talking about. Yeah. It has such a big impact immediately. Yeah. yeah. So should we talk about why or what first? Why routines uh, or what routines? I, I think let's let's so, so why are routines important to yeah, you? Yeah, why are routines important? Okay, and, and not just in general, but to you. Why are yeah. routines important to you? Um, it's how I, you know, those quarterly intentions that I talked about just a minute ago. It's how I get them done, or quite a lot of them. How I get those done. Let me give you an example. One of my quarterly intentions at the beginning of this quarter was to significantly reduce my intake of animal protein, essentially become virtually vegan. So what I need for that in my, in my mind is a routine, a routine that says I, so I measure how many times a week I would eat, or how, how many times a month I would still eat fish or meat or whatever, so that I, I know what I'm doing. So there's the intention, be as vegan as possible, but not quite completely vegan because I don't believe in total. I just don't like the idea that I can't do any, you know, that there is a, a fixed rule that I can't. Uh, You're down to 80, 20. 80, 20, 90, 10, whatever. Yeah. So as you know, there are some reasons why I think I will still eat meat. For example, if somebody serves it to me or because I just sometimes really want to enjoy it mm. uh, or because I know it's a very sustainable source, whatever, right? So. A routine helps me to, one, keep to that promise that I make myself, that, that intention, and two, to also look afterwards and see how I've done. So essentially what it means is I tick in, a, in my notebook how many times I have had animal protein in, uh, in the week or, you know. So that's my routine, not to, so, you know, let's say the routine is, maximum once a week to eat meat or twice a month to eat, eat meat well then i know afterwards i can see see whether i've done that or not and mm -hmm. you can do this with so many different things so why is it important it helps me achieve my goals my intentions so for me i can agree with everything that you say if i'm adding something to it and i think we're going to get into helpful routines and routines that are more uh, addictive if you like so even if they sound good, maybe mm. if you really scratch the surface, maybe they're actually something you should look at to change or yeah. let go of. But routines quite often make me feel good. So if we talk about the brain's reward system and having routines that you follow, uh, it's ticking the box. Mm. So if you have daily, hits, right? daily routines, weekly routines, then the easiest one for people and, and everybody to relate to perhaps is, is uh, exercise. So if I know that exercise is good and I want to have a regular practice of, of exercising various things, a diverse uh, physical exercise practice, I have it in me. What does that mean in a week? Mm. And if I do that, it makes me feel good, not just because the exercise makes me feel good, but actually 
being loyal to my routine mm. makes me feel good. Yeah. And that's dopamine, I guess. Yeah. So it's, it's nice, isn't it? it? It replaces the dopamine you get from the sugar hit with the dopamine you get from not taking the sugar. Mm. It's a lot less dopamine, I would say, but it's still a little bit of a replacement. Mm. So let's use then, if you do the opposite, when routine is actually not so good, can you think of when, uh, that, might, when that might be? Well, it becomes, you know, if it becomes very rigid, mm. I would say. So, you know how we, I mean, you and I talk a lot about order as the antidote to chaos, right? Jordan Peterson's uh, famous comment. And, and although we both have personalities that sort of actually quite prefer chaotic scenes, we have lots of order in our lives. But if you overdo order, it becomes too rigid, too structured, too, in a way, perhaps even corporate or boring. Or, And he always gives the example, if you have only order and no chaos, there's no energy, there's no, there's no fun, and you, know, you almost get to sort of uh, totalitarian reg regimes is the example he would use. And I think the so word I, I would use is control. So when mm. there's too much routine, uh, when I have had too many routines without being conscious about how they connect to bigger purpose, I become a bit of a control freak. Yeah. And I think changing beliefs over the years, to me, has meant I have changed routines and become lighter. So yeah. being very high on conscientiousness, talking about you know big five traits, yeah. um, this is actually quite interesting and challenging for me to let go of a routine because I easily create and start following new routines. That's yeah. part of my personality. Yeah, and it's funny that we talk about this now because, as you know, I have after several years of being been really quite quite structured and having had many many routines and locking them very carefully and it's been hugely beneficial in my life let's let's be very clear about that i've decided to stop using strides the app that we both used and you you stopped using a while ago and i stopped using them two weeks ago as an experiment and it's very nice <laughs> it's very nice it's freedom isn't yeah, it yeah so it's i think what we're talking about here is it's quite a masculine energy right to follow routines the, to have the order and the structure in life. Very, very beneficial, very useful. Um, but there are risks in overdoing it, I would say, yes. Well, you could have, if you are high on conscientiousness and if you are a very planned person who like to predict day by day what's going to happen. So I know I'm throwing in many things here, but mice bricks, if you have a very, if you have very strong preference for, for Jay, the, mm. let's talk about mice bricks some other time, but some people will know what I'm referring to. You have a tendency to overdo routines and planning. Mm. And then the routine might be not to have a routine or mm. to be spontaneous. Mm. So it's a, mm. you know, mm. you create some space for, for the unknown, if you yeah. like. So what would be it? So, so going back to the why routines, I think, so there's the overall question, why are routines important for us? I think we talked about that, but why would you have a specific routine? I think that's quite important. So if we have a routine, say, um, we only drink alcohol three days a week, mm. right? That's a routine. Or we run, as you say, running is an easy one. Uh, we run two times a week. Um, the question is, why do you do that? Why is this important to you? 
So if we talk about beliefs and purpose, and uh, you mentioned intentions, but let's say the bigger questions. So why is something in life important? So let's say why, if I say, well, my family is so important to me, or I have a couple of friends that are really important to me. If I have that in me, but I don't have a lifestyle that supports Mm. that value or that belief, I think I'm I'm going to feel it uh, in in a way that I don't have I don't live the life mm. that I I want to live, and I'm perhaps I'm even unaware of it. So it's about being deliberate yeah. in living what's really important. Yeah, and then so I can imagine people just choose a routine because you know other people do it. So right, you know I, right. I I I need to I have a routine to run three times a week because you know apparently running is a healthy thing to do. Mm. Well, that would be I think that would be a very bad reason to have a routine. So what I would say is okay, go back to why you run. Oh well, because it's healthy for the body. Well, why is it important for you to have have a healthy body? Why is that important, right? So and I and so go a little bit deeper into the questions around that. Similar, you know, my family is important to me. Why is family so important? So we go a little bit deeper, and then you get into the beliefs, right? Which is not a podcast, I would say, another episode mm-hmm. is sort of talking about beliefs and limiting beliefs and how we can change them and so on. But you get a little bit deeper into the why things are important to us in life. When you start answering those questions, and then you start developing a real basis for these routines, then there is a much bigger chance that you're going to keep to them. I had a very interesting discussion with a, a client of mine um more than a year ago so it's a while ago but we were talking about running so it, mm. when you said running it, it mm. came to me or actually physical exercise um, and if the motivation to do physical exercise is looks and you already look really good you don't have a weight problem um, so that you know that won't motivate you to run mm. but you still think that running is good and you should do it I don't think it will happen so mm. if the underlying motivation is well, you do it to lose lose weight, let's say, mm. and you don't have a weight problem. Whereas if the underlying motivation is actually it's very good for the brain, so I'm working on my cognitive ability here because mm. the brain needs me to run, uh, that's creating a different motivation to change mm. your lifestyle into running. Yeah. So what you're saying is diving a little bit deeper into the why, yeah. I think will help you to create and sustain a routine over time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, so I have a routine to call my mother once a week. And, and that might sound to some daughters out there very ridiculous because maybe you call your mother every day. But guys do not uh, do that as often, <laughs> I've found. So I didn't really. And so I do now call my mother once a week and I've been doing it for the last couple of years. And it was such a noticeable difference. Uh, initially, she was like, why are you calling me? So, you know, well, just to chat. Mm. And she was like, well, no, 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 you probably need money or whatever, right? So, you know, the, the, and, um, and now it's like, I'm really connected and I know sort of what she's up to and she knows what I'm up to. And, uh, because I do sometimes even talk twice a week and that, and that, so that started as a routine and I, I made that routine because there was a whole bunch of reasons behind it. So I kept to it because I knew why it was important to me. The routine has now really become a habit. So I do now talk to her uh, probably without even having to tick the box. I talk to her anyway once or twice a week. So I think it's a nice example of something that I didn't really, initially really didn't see the point of. I developed the reasons behind it 
why I wanted to talk to her. Then it became important to me, but it was still not important enough so that it immediately became a habit. I started ticking the box every week and I put a calendar note in my calendar on a Saturday to call her. And, and now it's become something that I do anyway. Mm. So another reason, I suppose, I'm not thinking about my FOMO, fear mm. of missing out. Uh, so how routines, deliberate routines, can help in addressing that. So when you, when you are in a position where you, you, know, you have many options and you want to do all of it, uh, I think the routines and the reasons why you have your routines will help you feel good about the choice that you make, the mm. decision that you make in that point in time. Now, it's, there's still going to be clashes, mm. I think. Mm. Yeah. But if I'm looking at, um, you know, sometimes we, we call them, you know, the what was your 10-point action or 10-point, what do you get 10 points for? Your number one thing that you do that ticks so many boxes. Yeah. In, in uh, feeling good because yeah. you are living a deliberate life. So there will be an activity, I'm sure, or, or maybe a routine that scores much higher than other routines because yeah. it's so well designed in a way. Yeah. So to give an example would, uh, for me, um, be in nature, mm. walk or slow run with a client in a dialogue. Mm. So it ticks lots of boxes. Ticks lots of, lots of boxes for me yeah. in terms of life quality. Yeah. Yeah. And meaningful. So do you have a specific routine for being in nature or do you just, you're in nature as much as you can be? So so you were saying we refer to, to an app called Strides, which help you organize your routines and, and you, you design them and you, you group them and you, you set frequencies and so on. So I did that for a while and it, it really appealed to my conscientiousness and, and my dopamine levels, I would say. Mm. And when I let go of it and I, I felt the freedom and the release, I realized that what I need more is to just follow my intuition. Mm. So to answer that question, I think I know when I need nature mm. and then I make sure I get there. Mm. So I'm very much into intuitive uh, decision-making at the moment yeah. because I think that's what I need to practice basically. So I think for a lot of people, they're not where you are. So I think for a lot of people, it would be hugely beneficial to have the structure of having specific routines, designing some specific routines in their lives to improve, you know, life quality or well-being or happiness or whatever. Um, what's the difference? I think this is uh, maybe sort of implicit and we talk about it, but we should probably talk about the difference between a routine and a habit. Oh, okay. So really what you're saying, I have a habit of being in nature. I don't yeah. need it as a routine. Yeah. So if routine is something that's scheduled and you almost, you measure it, even if you, mm. if you don't do it on, a, on an app, you have it in you, you're kind of counting, mm. knowing that, oh, I've done enough exercise this week. You yeah. feel it or you know it because you're counting it. I think a habit, it's so ingrained. Yeah. Uh, it's just part of, you just are. It's yeah. between, it's a difference between being and doing. Yeah. I, I'd say habit is a being. And routine is a doing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So a habit is something that you do anyway, intuitively or otherwise automatically. Or whereas a routine is something that you are very specific about, and you measure whether you do it or not, and you have a specific sort of number of times you do it, weekly or monthly or yearly. Or so 
we can give lots of examples, but let's take solitude. Solitude is a habit, probably, for both of us. We need it, and we take it, and we know when we need it, right? We know when we need to take it. It used to be a routine for me. I used to tick it twice a week. I have a couple of hours solitude, significant solitude, because I otherwise I, I wasn't really intuitive enough about it. So I just wanted to make sure that I measured it. Another one, and it's probably a simpler one, is um, brushing your teeth is something that people do automatically, either in the evening or in the morning or both. But flossing, right, Inter interdental brushing your teeth, that's somebody, something that people don't generally do. So what I did, so I was like, you know, I brushed my teeth, but I didn't do the flossing. So I created a routine for interdental uh, uh, toothbrushing or flossing twice a week or three times a week, whatever. Now I don't have that routine anymore because it's just sitting there next to my, you know, over a year or so, the, the habit is developed. So I do it anyway. So the routine is before it becomes a habit. Once it's a habit, you don't need the routine anymore. So tell me one routine that you should let go of that you are you still have and you're clinging on to and probably hmm it has served its purpose. Uh, let's go so many because I've just deleted the strides app. But we'll say one that you did let go of that you can't think of. Yeah. So um, you know, I uh, I have a routine to reflect. I think I don't need the hmm. routine because I do it. Most days, anyway. You feel it when you don't do yeah. it, don't you? You miss it, and you, then you do is, it. So, reflection is a routine that I probably don't need. Mm. Um, so, reflection, oh, we talked about that, right? We had a whole episode on reflection. But essentially, it's the journaling and looking back and what did I learn and what could I do better and what are my insights and so on. I do that quite a lot. Uh, so, I don't need a routine for that. What about you? Do you have any routines left that you need to let go of? Oh, where am I? I'm more, I'm more thinking of uh, in, things that are important to me that I you might think that you need a routine for, but I, I don't need a routine for it. So let's say meat. So I'm, I'm in your camp. Mm. Uh, there are many reasons why I think it's good to decrease intake of meat. But I have it in my body. If I eat too much meat, I mm. don't feel good. So, so I feel better when I don't. So then I don't need a routine. It's not going to happen. I'm not eating yeah. it. So let me ask you another question. So you have let go of routines Uh, quite a while ago. Right? Yeah. Um, where do you think in your life you need a routine back? Where you think it might, your intuition might not be strong enough or it's the yeah, habit is not formed yet. that's a good question. That's a good question. I might need to think about that yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> so intuitively, one thing, again, if you take the easy example of exercise and I, I exercise a lot, so what is it that I don't do Yeah. As part of my exercise, because I go to my favorites, right? Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily enjoy uh, strength training. Mm. So I like my running, I like my yoga. So good, there yeah. you go. So yeah. Yeah. I can easily uh, go to my, my favorites rather than doing yeah. that one. Yeah. And I know it's good. So coming yeah. back to why would I do that rather than going for a run? Mm. Mm. So. We um, let's wrap up. So, what uh, could people do with this? 
I think starting with what's really important to you and the, the, the one or two questions or areas. So let's say at the moment that you do, you feel you don't have enough time or you, you don't, you, you're not, you know, you're not where you want to be with your friends, your family, your job, your finances, finances, your quality your, of life, your yeah. body, right? Your, yeah. your spiritual practice, whatever it might be. Just pick one area and then define what is it that's really important in this yeah. area. Why is this area important to you? And then go from there and see, okay, if I initiated one routine, two routines, what would they be? Yeah. So you feel that you take baby steps towards actually addressing what doesn't feel quite right at the moment. Yeah. So there's, uh, just picking up on the thing, baby steps, I think the term is it's very important. So don't try to do too much, just create on, for good reasons, right? This is the really important thing is for, for good reasons. So you identify somewhere you want to improve your life. There you develop a couple or two, between two and five, I don't know, three and five routines. So don't go all overboard. Start with baby steps. So that's one key aspect here. And the other one I would say is experimenting. So this is not about creating a routine and, well, that's it. Now play with it, experiment with it, reflect on how it's working. I, I've been using routines for probably really, really deliberately using routines for two and two and a half years. And they have never stayed the same over months over months. They always change. I add one a week. I take one out a week. I take a whole routine out because I don't like it anymore. I add a couple new ones. So experiment, reflect on it, and see how it is serving. How is, ser how is it serving you? How is it helping you in your life? I think that's really important. So mm. the reflection part of it. Mm. But choose routines for the good reasons. Start small. Experiment with it. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. And let us know how it goes. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thanks very much. And uh, we'll see what we pick up on next time. Yeah. Many options. <laughs>